The following program is sponsored by the Allworth Law Firm. Lamentations 521 tells us, Turn us back to you, O Lord, and we will be restored. Almost everyone is dealing with recovery of some sort. It could be from addiction, pain, divorce, sin, separation, depression, job loss, or being stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and destructive behavior. Recovery through a relationship with Jesus Christ is the foundation of healing and growing anew. Listen as Pastor Allworth shares how the healing power of a personal relationship with Christ has turned his life around. will help you and your loved ones recover and be restored in his name. God wants you to walk out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. Keep listening. Recovery Through Christ with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. This is Pastor John Allworth coming to you live from the KKHT studios. It's always exciting to be here and get to talk about it. I just get so excited every time I hear Marsha say, out of the darkness and into his marvelous light, because that's that's what I experienced, and that's what God wants for all of us. The Word tells us that God wants no man or woman to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And uh, Jesus Christ is, you know, we've had a pandemic in this country, um, COVID, and I don't mean to minimize it, but we've had a pandemic uh, with addiction for millennium. I mean, literally for thousands of years, and it's just gotten worse um, since COVID, really, it's been part of that. But uh, we, for example, 110,000 people died last year from one drug, fentanyl overdoses alone. Um, and I, I'm honored today to have uh, a good friend of mine. We've been doing ministry work together for years, and uh, he's been doing ministry work for a lot longer than that. Uh, Pastor John Hammond, Pastor, how are you today? Good. How you doing, John? Thank you. I, I am. I am very well. And we we were just talking about. Uh, John is uh, one of the leaders of Hope for All in Jesus Prison Ministry, which I just love that name because there is hope for all in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, and we were just talking about how it, when he goes into prison, so many of the people that he sees are they're there because of drug addiction. That's right. And, That's and right. because they get caught with drugs, but not only drugs, but everything that comes with that, with the the lying, the stealing, the defrauding, the you know because. Uh, people, uh, you know, addiction is the enemy. When he gets a hold of us, um, we do things that that we would never do in our right mind. Uh, we 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 cross boundaries that we never thought we would cross, right. and uh, it's a horrible thing. And these people that are, it, it's unfortunate. And I think that societal trend is changing more to uh, addiction treatment and rehabilitation as opposed to imprisonment, but. You know, if somebody's robbing uh, a store because they're trying to buy their drugs, you're not going to just send them to rehab. You're going to send them to jail. You know, yeah. so yeah, so uh, so that we'll never st- totally solve that problem. But you know, but this show is 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 about more than just addiction. It's it's about recovery and deliverance, and everybody is recovering from something. And it may be because they got sent to prison because they did something wrong. It may be because they're depressed. It may be because they have uh, anxiety. It may be because they have pride, which is, uh, you know, men struggle with pride, anger, and lust. Uh, it may be because of uh, a sex addiction. It may be. Anyway, we're all recovering from something. We all, Jesus said, we'd always have trials and tribulations on this earth. And so this book that I'm holding uh, that's got on the front of it, Holy Bible, is really a book about recovery. Mm-hmm. And where I started this, and I kind of lost my train of thought, was we've had this pandemic with addiction for centuries and whatever your 
your obstacle is, whatever the enemy has you in bondage, there's a vaccine, and his name is Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Amen. So, uh, Pastor John and I have been involved, and I haven't been very involved in his uh, just on the uh, edge of it, maybe helping him find some folks to, to work with him, but we've been involved in our Break Every Chain ministry for, I don't know, five years now or something like something that, John? Something like that, yeah. So, yeah uh, and, uh, but you've been doing it um, – Hope for All in Jesus Prison Ministry for a lot longer than that. Tell the folks how long you've been involved in it. Well, this is uh, my 42nd year. Oh, yeah. praise God. <laughs> prison ministry. Now, that is devotion, folks. That, 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 is, that is devotion to a very worthy cause. You know, we see people, John, and, and I know you, you do, and, and I've had uh, my friend Pastor Boyd Harrell on here who also has a prison ministry. I don't know if you guys ever bump into each other. His ministry is called Cool Ministries. Oh. Like Which it. is Christ over our lives ministries. Yeah, yeah, that's a good acronym. Uh, but you know, he was in fact in prison himself. I know that's not your experience, but but he was in prison himself, and he found Jesus in a jail cell. And uh, so I just, uh, you know, what I, I want to start with. You told me a story once uh, about driving into prison, and and what you experienced, or the what came to your mind as you were driving to go into prison to minister to those guys. What what were you thinking that day? Well, the first time I went in, <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, everybody gets uh, something in their mind about going into prison and what's going to happen in those in those places, and uh, so I preconceived ideas. I didn't know, you know. I uh, uh, it's been years ago. No, <laughs> it's been forty some years ago. But I remember that first time in. Uh, I was leery about going in, and. I remember the, the the guy I talked to that first service, and uh, we had we what we do is we have a like a worship and and, a, and it's like a church service, a message, right? exactly a church service. Yeah, and so because after, you start with praise and worship, yes, and invite the Holy Spirit in, get yeah. pe- people's you know thinking about how good and wonderful God is, and yeah. then okay, exactly. So after the service, I got to talk to this man, and he came up to me, and a lot of the prisons I go into, they. I know some of them in there for different times. In you know? sure. some of them, like the state jails, there maybe a year or two in there, and, and, right. and depending on what they've done. So I knew at this particular prison, I knew that he was in there for a long time. Oh wow! And uh, he came up to me and he told me, he says, "No, I'm thankful I'm here." And I said, "Wow, say what?" Because <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting that at all. He says, "I'm thankful I'm here." He said, "Because I met Jesus here." Oh, praise if the Lord. I had to stay on the streets doing what I was doing, I would be dead and in hell right now. And so I knew he was doing probably at least ten years. Yeah. You know? But the guy was—I mean, he—he was had the joy on of Jesus all the joy over of the Lord, all over him because counted all joys. <laughs> go through trials and tribulations. First James, Amen. Amen. Yeah. And so that's the kind of—and I left there course blessed because of the whole thing and it's always been that way you know you go in there and you think i'm going to bless these guys give them a good message give them a good worship service and uh, it's always the the gratitude from them just overwhelms you when you leave you just feel you feel more i feel more blessed than they ever get from me you know uh, and you've probably heard me say this because you've been in with us at the Open Door Mission. In fact, we're going over there right after this at mm-hmm. seven, and, and Pastor John's going to give us the, the message tonight to, to, to the men. 
but I always tell them that they're helping me just as much and maybe more than I'm helping them, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. because because of that feeling of gratitude. You know, uh, yeah. Jesus came for many reasons, we know. He came to die for our sins. He came to, yeah. uh, for, to be resurrected and give us the – but he also came to show us how to live. Yeah. And Jesus walked around helping people. Amen. He walked around as a servant. He said the Son of Man did not come to be served but to serve many all the way to the point of the cross. Yeah. So, uh, you know – when we uh, people ask me, you know, I don't know what my ministry is. I I, I don't know what my purpose is. I said, just start helping people. Yeah. Find a niche and just start helping people. It is a blessing beyond measure. It is one of the greatest. Uh, you know, I, I love recovery ministry because to me it mirrors our walk. What our walk should be with the Lord. Amen. You, you know, Amen. we right. we we humble ourselves. We we admit that we need Jesus Christ in our lives as our Lord and Savior. We fully surrender to Him. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. you know, we've rewritten the the twelve steps to put Jesus in the middle That's of it right. and Holy Spirit. But yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, we we do all those things, and then we ask God to humbly to remove our imperfections, and 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 then we make amends to people, we forgive people, and, and then we go out and try to help people. I mean, isn't that our Christian walk? Absolutely, yeah. and. The blessing that we get oh, I know. from seeing lives change. Yes. Because, I mean, nothing else really changes our lives like Jesus. Nothing. Nothing. And so you see these lives turn around and change. You just know that it's a permanent thing for them. It's not It's not something that, you know, well, you know, I'm taking uh, some kind of drug to get me off a drug. You know, they're, they're getting ch- their lives are being totally turned around and changed. Because whatever it is, has you in bondage, if you're listening to this right now, or someone you love, your son, your daughter, your husband, your 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 father, your mother, you, they're chasing the wrong thing. Yeah. What they should be chasing is a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's right. Because when when we we feel empty and so we drink or whatever we do, we shoot, we pop, we whatever we do, yeah. we're chasing something. Whether or pornography, whatever it is, it's ungodly. Right. We're we're chasing something, and what gives us that fulfillment. And that peace that surpasses all understanding, there's only one thing, and that's that vertical relationship with God. You know, and for so long in my life, I told you we'd just get talking and we'd just have a conversation (laughs) on area. For so long in my life, um, I chased the wrong things, you know, and and, but – the truth of the matter is, is, is it says in Second Corinthians chapter five, we are Christ ambassadors on earth. We are. There's no greater honor. I mean, when I was a, a young lawyer, I wanted to be a, a politician. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> we talked about that earlier too. Thank God I didn't go that route. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, so, but uh, but uh, it, but chapter Second uh, Corinthians six one says we're God's coworkers. Yes, I can think of no greater honor. So yeah. if you go out and start helping people, you're being God's coworker. That's right. And I urge you to get plugged in. So how did you get involved? Let's get back on, on Hope for All in Jesus Prison Ministry. How did you get involved 42 years ago? Well, uh, the, the gentleman who started the ministry, Robert, Pastor Robert Du Bois, him and I was friends okay. back then. And we were going to Alaska Lakewood Church back then together. And with, Robert with the original John Osteen. John Osteen yeah, was yeah. our pastor, right? Yeah. And uh, Robert had been in prison here in Texas. I had him on the show. He's got. He had an incredible testimony. Yeah, yeah. yeah before he passed away. Yeah. yeah. So he. Uh, so he came up to me. and Said, "John, I got an idea. Let's start a prison ministry. You know, I want to start a prison ministry." I says, "Yeah, great idea, Robert. Let's do it. You know, it sounds good." And uh, so doors started opening up. Uh, back then, uh, uh, we got one prison. Then we got two prisons. Then we got three prisons. We were going into most of them were up at Huntsville. And uh, it just kept exploding more and more and more as we was going into them. 
And over the years, uh, now, according Sheila, I talked to Sheila Johnson, who is now the director of right. the ministry. She took over Robert. She took over Robert, Robert passed it on yeah. to her, the director. And uh, according to her, now we go into 18 different prisons. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord. And we've seen, Pastor John, <laughs> I've seen so many lives changed. I mean, it never becomes old hat. That's all I can say, to see people's lives change. I don't know how many. I just I know I could say hundreds. I've just seen a lot of men that that turned around and come to Jesus, and, and many of them, like that gentleman that talked to me, never knew anything about God before they went in there. Yeah, and you look at our society today. I see these guys at the Open Door Mission, and they're one step away from prison. By yeah. the way, you yeah. know if they don't if they don't change it, and they, they come from a, a culture out there that is run by the prince of this world that is run by the enemy yeah, right. and it is so anti-god and that's that's what they grow up in and they don't know any many of them aren't exposed at all or or they just get pulled away by their peer pressure and the you know as the as the word says the devil masquerades as an angel of light and all these shiny things and anyway but you know i'm sure you see the same thing in prison I, I, we're not going to get everybody that comes through the open door mission to accept a relationship with jesus christ right, right. but when you see the ones that do when you see the twinkle in their eyes, when you see the light of Jesus Christ begin to shine through them, yeah. there's no greater feeling in the world. And it's really not us. Yeah. We're, we're we're just trying to be obedient and 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 introducing them to Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit that gets in their heart, and you know, and 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 that that, that changes their lives. And you know, so, you know, it's like sixty percent of the of the people that work at the Open Door Mission are graduates of the program. Oh, wow, that's great. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, and like my friend Boyd Harrell, and there, there's countless examples out there because our world is is not easy. Uh, let's say you're suffering from addiction. It's not easy to go out. You know, in your open-door mission, you can stay sober. Mm-hmm. You go outside those gates, it's not easy. It's coming at you from every direction. When you've been in prison, it's yeah. not easy to come out. Yeah. You know, your, your record is against you and getting a job, you know, exactly. where you live. I mean, just all kinds of things. You've got all these challenges to overcome. Right. you got to have some help. Mm-hmm. And that help comes with a relationship with Jesus and, and the Holy Spirit guiding your steps. I was, but, talk, I was talking to some guys this weekend. I was at uh, – last Sunday I was at a, at a prison. It was a trustee camp. Okay. And the guys in there, uh, uh, there was – at this, it was only like eight or nine of them, so I got a chance to fellowship with them. And a lot of them, you know, that's they had been in prison many, many years. Many of them had returned and returned. Yeah. A few of the guys that, you know, they've gone out, and they said, The reason why, and one guy told me, he said, The reason why I turned, I, I got back in here, I left, I left my Bible here. I accepted Jesus in prison. I really was, I had. Except the Lord, I left my Bible here when I walked out, yeah. and I didn't do anything on the streets right. to, to 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 continue my walk with Jesus. And I'm afraid that's where a lot of people are that come out of prison. Sure. And all of them testified, no, we're not. I let them. I said, you're in training. This is the training course you're in right here. And uh, and you you learn what you're supposed to hear when you get out. Find a fellowship. Keep reading your Bible. Keep keep reading your Bible and find some place to fellowship and go to church. That's the only protection you're going to have. Because I told him, I said, whoever got you in here, he's standing at the gate out there waiting for yes, you. Yes, he is. He's out there like a roaring lion. <laughs> exactly. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And and we that's an ongoing. You know. Uh, People talk about deliverance, and I, I've seen it. I've seen people be delivered on the spot. from. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like being a Christian. 
you don't walk into church the first time, hear a wonderful sermon, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You can even, like pastor, fall down into the pews and begin speaking in tongues. It, it, it doesn't matter. You have to come back the next week. Mm-hmm. It yeah, is a continual it. walk. Yeah. You're not a perfect Christian right. because that you had a, a, a salvation experience the first day. And recovery is the same way. I tell those guys, you know, um, you spent so much time in your addiction looking for it, mm-hmm. thinking about it. Trying to get the money to buy it, getting drunk, getting hungover, you know, whatever your particular addiction is. It's all so time consuming. Working on your recovery is nothing in comparison. (laughs) And it doesn't give you a hangover. (laughs) You want to really get high. That's one of the the most grateful things I'm most grateful for is I'll never have another hangover. Praise the Lord. Because I had some doozies, let me tell you. I understand. So, so, all right. So, you and Robert Dwight, a great guy, you know, he he apparently, as I recall, this has been five years back or so since he passed away and he was on the show, maybe not that many, three, four years. But anyway, he told me he robbed a gas station with a gun, and that's why he ended up in in yeah, prison, as right. I recall. Yeah. And uh, but then he went on to 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 with you guys found this ministry and start a couple of churches, and then in, ended up at our church, New Covenant Church, in, right. in, in Humble, and uh, and just and, and he did it to the day he died. Yes, and he was always doing something, raising money for a band. Speaking of that. People can contribute in many ways. They can contribute with money. They can contribute with their time. Yeah. Uh, you send people through a, a training course before you send them into the prison, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's and, time. and then they go with a mentor, like somebody would go with you a couple of times before they went off on their own. Exactly. So yeah. if somebody wanted to get involved in your ministry, how would they get involved? Well, we have a, a website. Okay. Hopeforallinjesus.org. Hope for all in Jesus dot org. That's it. Praise the Lord. And you go I, on there and find all the information about the ministry and who to get involved with and how how you want to get involved. You can even donate on on that website. Oh, you can. Okay, that's yes. good. There's and, a donate. Uh, yeah. Hope for all in Jesus dot org. Right. Hope for all in Jesus dot org. All together in, in one word. Yep. Well, I, I urge you if you're listening to these words right now, get involved in this ministry. If you can't get involved because of your time or your you're scared or you don't know, at least donate some funds because it yeah. takes, it's not like these, nobody's making any money off of this. They're just, uh, they're just trying to buy the transportation, gas, money, stuff like that, right. materials to hang out, hand out in church to the inmates and, right. yeah. and, and, and just things of that nature. So it's every penny is going to go. I, I know this because this, this ministry, uh, Pastor John and, and I go to the same church and, and it's a basic kind of been centered around our church, although there's some people involved from other churches too. But, um, you know, I, I, I know that this is a ministry that's just about to be in the hands and feet of the Lord. It's just, it's got great integrity. So please go to hope for all in Jesus org hope for all in jesus.org and contribute or get involved ask questions do whatever you need to do uh, but navigate to that website hope for all in jesus.org and uh and and do something to help somebody because when you know people have two choices to go to prison they can come out and then go right back to the life of crime that's right and 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 harm society and many do yeah <laughs> or or just like you know out of the open door mission many go back to as the bible says like a dog returning to his vomit that's a very graphic phrase but it's very true um but uh or or they can become productive members of society and the more people we can reach you know i asked you about the story the story i was thinking about is you driving by all these little churches and thinking to yourself oh yeah yeah uh, t- t- tell us that okay yeah. well that was that was on my that was right after covid 
Okay. And all we was no, we couldn't grow any churches for two years. Any prisons? For, any, 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 you, any prisons? Right? Any so, pri- some part of it we couldn't go to churches too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so, right. yeah, that's so, right. yeah. So, so I'm I live in Kingwood, and I'm going to like Rochere in that area. So I that's about maybe an hour and a half drive over to that to that unit. First time it was Easter, it was, wow. it was Easter Day. I remember that, and uh, I drove by a lot of churches, you know, and then everybody was going to church on Easter for sure. So I got to the I got to the unit, got to the prison, had to take COVID tests and um, wear a mask and all this thing to get in. And as I was going in there, uh, the Lord spoke, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Amen. You know, and I was in there, and they, and He spoke to me. He says, "You know, John, you could have stopped at every all those churches that you went past, probably at least twenty five or more." Yeah, in that in that in that. Time. When you start counting, my niece and I have a little, a little game where we when we're driving where we spot churches and whoever spots the most wins. There are a lot of churches in this community. Praise the Lord. Yeah. There's ten of them on just my road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you could have stopped in any of those churches. Any of them. Yeah. And, and uh, the Lord spoke to my heart. Says John, they only have you. They only have you. And it, it was sobering to me. And and then it comes uh, an honor, you know. I'm going well. Thank you, Lord. That you, yeah, that you've that chosen me. To, you, yeah. you know, I can because I don't hardly give a salvation messages in in there anymore. I, I, if the Lord leads me, I do it. But but most of those men are already know the Lord. Yeah. That's they're coming to church. It's not. It's not there because they don't have to come. It's the ones that are volunteering yeah. to come. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, they read their Bibles a lot. A lot of them are you know really scholars in the Word because they, that's all they got to do. And uh, so I find that I don't really give. I I I've led a lot of people to the Lord, and I, the Lord, Holy Spirit lets me know if there's there. But normally they don't want that. You know, they, they want to be fed. They want yeah. They want yeah. the word. They want yeah. somebody. You know, we're, we're we are uh, fivefold ministries. We're to build the body up, Amen. and that's what they want when we go in there. I believe anyway. Yeah. And uh, so consequently, I, there, there's this hungry. Yeah. Uh, you talk about a captive audience. When I go on there to minister, there is. Dead silence. Every eye on me. It's not like you know they want they want to know what's going on. They want to hear the word. That's all. Aw- that's awesome. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, the last church I one that one church last prison I was into that uh, a couple of weeks ago, and the, God is moving in these churches. You prison, told me that prison, the, uh, the participation's really increasing. Well, this one prison that we went into up there uh, in Huntsville, I've been going into for thirty two years <laughs> into that prison, and. When I first started going in, if we got 50 or 60 people, we thought we, you know, we were really getting, yeah, Yeah. maybe 70 people. Wow, you know, that was really something. If 100 people was in there, it was amazing. Last time I ministered in that unit, which was about maybe three weeks ago, there was 250 men in that. Praise the Lord. That's right. That's what I said. I I was stunned. (laughs) Well, we we see God moving right now across society. And it's, it's it's he's going to touch every corner. He's going to get everybody an opportunity to come to the Lord before it's too late. Um, but you know, you just have to look out in the world and see what's going on. Things are happening. Yeah, things, things are happening. Are. The kingdom is moving. And mm-hmm. so, again, yes, hopeforallinjesus.org. Please get involved. Hopeforallinjesus.org. I want to do something that I do every time. Every time, and I'm actually going to do something a little different today. And that is, I'm going to give you my phone number, and I ask that you text if you, if you want to communicate with me at least at first. And it's 832-475-8642, 832-475-8642. I give that for three reasons. One, if you don't know Jesus Christ and you're interested, uh, please text me. Mm-hmm. Number two, if you are addicted or you 
more likely, if you're listening to the station, you're, you have a loved one or somebody that you know or care about that is addicted, I can get you into rehab, whether you're a man or a woman. By the way, real quick, you have women going to women's ministry, too, That's right. like That's Sheila right. and other people. That's yeah, right. okay. But if you, there's two great things about faith-based ministries. Number one, you'll develop a closer relationship with the Lord, which is the most important thing on earth that you could possibly have. But number two, it's free. <laughs> it's not like the Betty Ford Clinic, you know. Now it's, it's some hard work. It's not a country club, but it's free, and it'll change your life forever. You know, people that don't want to go. Uh, so 832-475-8642. The last thing is, if you need a lawyer for personal injury, I didn't do this for years, John, but i got to pay for this, Mike. I'm not Howard Stern. So finally the Lord said, yeah, go ahead. Advertise your legal service. Text me if you need help. Anyway, we love you here at uh, Recovery Through Christ, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to Recovery Through Christ. Listen again next Wednesday at 530. If you missed any of this show, you can catch the podcast at kkht.com.